Welcome back to the With Ross podcast. I'm doing a few episodes on Benjamin Franklin because I find him to be one of the most fascinating characters in history, and I'm reading a book about him right now, just sharing things I learned along the way. So this is the second short episode in the series. Benjamin Franklin is well-known. You probably know him to have pioneered many of the public service models that still exist in the United States. For example, the post office, fire department, the University of Pennsylvania, public libraries, and a lot more that I wouldn't even have time to list. One lesser-known organization that he founded was something called the Junto. The Junto was a club of tradesmen who gathered to discuss issues of the day, debate philosophy and politics, and they came up with schemes for self-improvement and helping each other out in their careers and personal lives. I just wanted to read some of their questions because all the meetings began with all the members standing, laying their hand on their chest, and answering these four questions. First, have you any particular disrespect to any present members? If you said anything besides, I have not, then you left the meeting. Second question, do you sincerely declare that you love mankind in general? Of what profession or religion whatsoever? Any answer besides, I do, and you would leave the meeting. Do you think any person ought to be harmed in his body, name, or goods for mere speculative opinions or his external way of worship? Any answer besides no, and you would leave the meeting. And the last question, do you love truth's sake, and will you endeavor impartially to find and receive it yourself and communicate it to others? Any question besides yes, and you left the meeting. The club was formed in 1727 when Benjamin Franklin was only 21 years old. He was the youngest member of the club. And initially, the club had 12 members. So a lot of the members were in the middle of their careers. They had families. They had a lot more life experience. So everyone benefited from the collective knowledge of the group, but Benjamin Franklin, more so than anyone, being the youngest. They would support each other through referring business to each other. They were all tradesmen. They would partner with each other. They'd start other businesses and other endeavors. And there was mentorship within the group, people helping each other out with things that they were working through. So that's the first lesson of the Junto, that, that you or that anyone can copy Franklin and go create a strong and useful network around yourself. And it was just, it was a beneficial endeavor for all members, young and old. But aside from that, Benjamin Franklin used the meetings for self-improvement. Selfishly, that was his reason for doing it all. He noted that he had a tendency to speak too much, and there's a quote from him saying, knowledge is obtained rather by the use of the ear than of the tongue. So he used Junto to work on being more silent and listening better amongst everything else. And Franklin prepared another list of questions. The four que questions I, I read were the opening questions, but there was another 24 questions that were used to steer the meetings, and the members would review these and then provide input throughout the meeting based on whatever was relevant in their lives at the time. So here's the questions in Benjamin Franklin's writing, written in 1727. First, have you read over these queries this morning in order to consider what might you have to offer the Junto? Any one of them. The first question, have you met with anything the author you last read remarkable or suitable to be communicated to the Junto, particularly in history, morality, poetry, physics, 
travels, mechanic arts, or other parts of knowledge. What new story have you lately heard agreeable for telling in conversation? Third question, hath any citizen in your knowledge failed in his business lately, and what have you heard of the cause? Fourth question, have you lately heard of any citizens thriving well, and by what means? Fifth question, have you lately heard how any present rich man, here or elsewhere, got his estate? Sixth question, do you know of any fellow citizen who has lately done a worthy action, deserving praise and imitation, or who has committed an error proper for us to be warned against and avoid? Seventh question, what unhappy effects of intemperance have you lately observed or heard, of imprudence, of passion, or of any other vice or folly? Eighth question, what happy effects of temperance, of prudence, of moderation, or of any other virtue? Ninth question, have you or any of your acquaintances been lately sick or wounded? If so, what remedies were used and what were their effects? Tenth question, who do you know that are shortly going on voyages or journeys if one should have occasion to send by them? Eleventh question, do you think of anything at present in which the junto may be serviceable to mankind, to their country, to their friends, or to themselves? Twelfth question, hath any deserving stranger arrived in town since last meeting that you heard of, and what have you heard or observed of his character or merits? And whether think you it lies in the power of the junto to oblige him or encourage him as he deserves? Thirteenth question, do you know of any deserving young beginner lately set up whom it lies in the power of the junto to encourage in any way? Fourteenth question, have you lately observed any defect in the laws of your country of which it would be proper to move the legislature for an amendment? Or do you know of any beneficial law that is wanting? Fifteenth question, have you lately observed any encroachment on the just liberties of the people? Sixteenth question, hath any body attacked your reputation lately, and what can the junto do towards securing it? Seventeenth question, is there any man whose friendship you want and which the junto or any of them can procure for you? Eighteenth question, have you lately heard any member's character attacked and how have you defended it? Nineteenth question, hath any man injured you from whom it is in the power of the junto to procure redress? Twentieth question, in what manner can the junto or any of them assist you in any of your honorable designs? Twenty-first question, have you any weighty affair in hand in which you think the advice of the junto may be of service? What benefits have you lately received from any man not present? Twenty-third question, is there any difficulty in matters of opinion, of justice and injustice, which you would gladly have discussed at this time? And twenty-fourth and final question, do you see any things amiss in the present customs or proceedings of the junto, which might be amended? So those are the twenty-four questions. Members of the junto were expected to review them before the meeting, read over them, and then they had a chance to speak about them, address any ones that were relevant in their lives and relevant to the group. And a lot of the projects that, that Franklin started, such as the ones I mentioned earlier, libraries, post office, UPenn, they were all started as ideas and debates within the junto. The models for the various projects that he formed took shape and were launched with funding from some of the members and help from the members using their real estate, their businesses, their influence, and so on. One example is that the group started collecting books and forming its own library. They had their own meeting space eventually as the group evolved. And that library, the internal library, evolved into America's first subscription public library. 
So anyways, that's a short primer on Benjamin Franklin's Junto. I think it's a really interesting part of his story, and hopefully you found it useful and inspiring as well. I will talk to you very soon.